1: humans like all other primates are a sociable bunch and we tend to pick friends who are fairly similar to us in terms of education religion personality and so on now researchers studying a troop of wild chakma baboons living in namibia have discovered that these animals also pick their buddies in the same way tending to hang around with animals that share similar personality traits To find out more about these cliquey monkeys, I took a trip to London Zoo to meet primate expert Guy Cowlishaw, who was part of the study team.
0: We're very interested in how animals learn about their environment. And one way that an animal can learn about its environment is through personal experience. But another way that it can learn about its environment is by watching the behaviour of others and acquiring information in that way. And that opportunity is available to any animal that lives in a social group, whether it be a shoal of fish or a flock of birds or a herd of antelope. And we were interested in how information travels through those social groups and in particular whether the relationships between individuals in those groups, the friendships between individuals in those groups, might uh, either promote or impede the information flow between those animals.
1: So we're here in Gorilla Kingdom in London's beautiful, sunny Regent's Park. Tell me about the animals that you were studying.
0: So we were working with Chakma baboons, which are a species found in southern Africa. And these are animals that live uh, in quite large social groups, about 60 to 70 individuals. They have very intense and dynamic social lives. And the population that we were studying is on the edge of the Namib Desert in Namibia.
1: When you were observing these animals, what were you looking for and what did you see?
0: Well, what we found was that uh, you do see some very strong patterns of association between individuals. And in particular, what you tend to find is that animals of a similar age or a similar social rank or of a similar personality tend to associate with one another.
1: You don't really think of baboons as having a personality. What kind of personality traits are we talking about?
0: So we looked at one specific personality trait, which is boldness. So we scored all of the animals in the two study troops that we were working on uh, according to how bold or shy they were. And we assessed this through looking at um, how confidently the animals would interact and consume an unfamiliar food which we introduced to them in their natural environment.
1: So whether they were like, oh not sure about that, or like, ooh, interesting, let's give that a go.
0: Exactly. So some individuals would... Uh, be walking along their path and suddenly they'd come across this unfamiliar food. It could be a little piece of boiled egg or it could be a a slice of apple or an an orange and uh, some would just stop, look at it, maybe give it a little sniff, step back and walk around it and ignore it and others would immediately stop, sit down beside it, pick it up, um, give it a good sniff and then eat it. So In that range of different responses, you can score the animal as shy or bold. And this is an approach which is widely used across the animal kingdom if you're trying to look at personalities and and where individuals fall on the bold-shy continuum.
1: So you find that the bolder animals tend to hang out in groups together, the shyer animals tend to prefer each other. We're here at the zoo where there's lots of uh, cheeky monkeys running around, uh, both of the animal and humankind. Is this surprising, though, given that humans certainly like to, to feel that they're in a group with familiar or similar people?
0: Well, it, it's it's surprising in the sense that no-one has looked at this before in, in wild baboons. And, in fact, in, in wild primates generally, it, there's very little information about how individuals of different personalities are with one another. There's a, a paper published last year which looked at uh, how captive chimpanzees associate with one another according to their personality and they found a similar pattern that animals that were bolder or shyer tended to associate more with other animals that are bolder or shyer and also it seems to be consistent with what we see in people so the uh, trait of boldness in non-human primates can be uh, if you like uh, equated with the trait of extroversion in humans and we know that in humans uh, people tend to associate according to the level of extroversion that they demonstrate.
1: What does this mean for how these different groups of baboons interact with each other and what maybe they, they learn from each other, or do they not really interact with each other?
0: Well, that's a really good question. So, in this study population, we know that bolder animals also tend to be those that generate information. Because they're more confident in interacting with the environment and with other individuals, they tend to acquire new information which then other animals that are less confident would then pick up from them. So the fact that bold animals tend to hang out together is potentially a problem for information transfer because if all the bold animals are are sitting together, then anything that any one of those individuals learn is going to have trouble getting out of that clique into other members of the social group.
1: What next for this study? Are you going back to look at these baboons and figure out more about their lives or are you moving on to other types of monkey uh,
0: we're definitely going to stick with the baboons they're just amazing little animals they're part of a long term study that we here, have here at ZSL so we 've been working with this population of baboons in Namibia now for 16 years so we know a lot about these individuals. most of the animals we work with now have been born since we started the study and we 've followed them through from infancy so uh, we 're definitely very keen to keep working with them and With respect to looking at information transfer and information flow, we feel that's also a very exciting and important question. Uh, It is important not just in terms of our appreciation of the animals, but also in terms of conservation management, because knowing how information transfers through social groups can be very important for maintaining group integrity and for keeping groups alive in, in quite difficult environments, and especially changing environments. So it's an important conservation angle there as well.
1: A lovely day out at the zoo. That's Guy Cowlishaw.